My name is Alyssa LaRue and welcome to Novel Ideas, the library podcast. I'm sure you've seen commercials online for Audible or seen the audiobook section at your local bookstore. Maybe you've been recommended an audiobook for your daily commute or upcoming summer vacation. Audiobooks are having a massive resurgence, especially now with so many celebrities and authors recording works. It's convenient and accessible, but is it really reading? Will you have the same experience listening to a book as you would if you sat down to read it? How do you find audiobooks in the first place, considering how pricey they are? To help us today are frequent audiobook listeners and librarians, Ashley Polins and Megan Ball. Welcome to the podcast, ladies. Thank hey. you. Well, this is super exciting because this is Megan's first time on our podcast. Long time coming because, Megs, you have been, you are an OG at this library. So we need you on here. Um, so will you just start off by um, you know, telling us how long you've been at the library and kind of what your role is here? Um, I have been here 13 and a half years. It would be 14 years in October. I've worked as a page and then worked my way up to the front desk, and so now I just work front desk, and then I also do Glenn Carr um, once a month, go out and read to them. Did you volunteer when you were younger? Yes, I did, yeah. I forgot about that. I did volunteer at, uh, been back there, and YS and Carrie's the one that actually told me to go apply for this job. So. so close. I mean, you are like the epitome of the library story, <laughs> like working your way up. And then, I mean, Meg's met her husband here. Yeah. You guys had your wedding reception, I think, yeah. in the community room. Yes. Yeah. Like, it is... Yeah, we got married here in the library. It is so good. You, you guys need to, like, either write a book or something. Like, just my life in the library. Like, I feel like, you know, in the like way, way in the future, whenever you have, like, you pass away, I feel like your ashes need to be just, like, sprinkled throughout, like, the area. everywhere. Here. Megan was here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, so let's dive into audiobooks. So I, I actually am still new to the audiobook game, so I feel like this is going to be really educational for me because I know both of you really love audiobooks. I, di- I didn't know, Megs, that you were, I mean, I think Ash had said you almost exclusively do I audiobooks. audiobooks. And as, I mean, and Megs is a newer, new mama. You got a, mm-hmm. one, she's one, one, one year yes. old. Amelia's is one now, so audiobooks mm-hmm. can be sometimes, I know, a lifesaver for new parents. Oh, and yeah. Then, and Anytime you pass by Ashley, that's Ashley's real secret to getting like over a hundred a year is that you'll hear the audiobook going in your cubicle as you're doing things. So you guys definitely are going to be awesome to talk to you about this. So let's just start very simple. What are audiobooks and what various formats of audio storytelling are available? And a narrator reads a story to you. Um, I like it because if depending on the narrator, they bring the story to life. Like a couple um, books, I listened to them and then I read them. And so now that I've listened to them, I actually use that voice of the narrator into the characters when I'm reading them after that. Yeah, and there's a lot of different forms. I mean, they have some of the dramatized ones, then they have some that are just like, yeah, different author or different readers are doing different voices, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Then there's different formats you can get. You can get the E-ones, you can get the books on CD, you can get the playaways. Can you define a playaway? Like, what is a playaway? Kind of like an MP3 player, but it only has one book loaded onto it because yeah. you just need a AAA battery and headphones. Yeah, it's just all in the device. Like, book on CDs, they have all the discs. You have to keep switching out discs. Mm-hmm. Um, playaway is just all there. You can just put in your battery, plug in your headphones, put it in your pocket and go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then if you do an online means, whether through Libby, I think Libby has like mm-hmm. audiobooks Hoopla or Sunflower Elaborate, or if you go the classic Audible route, normally that's just a download yeah. onto your mm-hmm. device. Of those formats, is there one you typically seem to stick to more than others? It used to be um, when Libby was Overdrive. I mean, they're the same thing, but that's the one I've stuck to. And then after talking with Ashley, um, it's been RB Digital is my go-to now because they have such a big selection. So either one of those, Libby and uh, RB Digital. Perfect. Yeah, the E-ones are the easiest ones because you can just put them on your phone and you can take them anywhere with you. The CDs are a little harder. Yeah. When I'm traveling, like if I'm going to go on a long car ride, I definitely take those. I don't think I've ever done a play away, but I mean, the, people love them. Like mm-hmm. they can work out with them. Yeah. They can carry them around and they're just, they're, I mean, they're very small. They're smaller than most cell phones. When you look at it, it kind of looks like an old school, like cassette tape mm-hmm. almost. I mean, it's about that size. And yeah. I, it definitely seems to work for the little littles who don't mm-hmm. have a fancy phone or even an older reader who doesn't want to mess with the downloading process on their phone. My aunt, I'm the one that showed her playaways because she uses our library. And so she was wanting something for when she's at work. And I told her about playaways and now she loves them. She'll come and get four playaways and have to tell me about what she liked and what she didn't like. And she's like, I hated the narrator on this one, so I can't do any more of that. But she loved it. Perfect. There's definitely a wide variety for mm-hmm. sure about this with this all this audiobook stuff. So logistically, how is an audiobook structured? It's for some people it may be kind of confusing. Like it's not a physical book that lets you turn to a chapter to figure out where you left off, or if you need to go back and review it, it's it's not it's not physical, it's not in front of you. So kind of how does that work logistically? It kind of varies by book and by publisher. Um, Some of them are broken into chapters. Some of them are just like three to five minute tracks. Some of them are the whole disc. I mean, each one is so different. Like, you know when you find a good one when you like get each chapter and you're like, oh, thank goodness I can skip ahead or skip back. I mean, it just makes it so much easier. I like those because sometimes I'll pick up the book and I'll read sometimes and then I'll listen to it like at other times, try to get through it quicker when I have time. So having them as chapters makes it so much easier. They seem to all kind of be different. Yeah. They choose the different formats. And then if you need to refer back to something, do you try to, in your head, be like either you just scrub back or do you just go back to the recent track? Like... Have you figured out a method that works for you? On my phone, I usually just, like, go back, like, 15 seconds. Like, a couple times pressing the button (laughs) to go back to where I needed to go to. Mm -hmm. And then I've done a couple, and most of the time, at least when – I mean, I don't know if it eventually delays and it goes back to the beginning, but most of the time it holds. Mm -hmm. Like, your your device will hold the place for you. Yes. Um, So, like – Bookmark. Yeah, it's like a book – yeah, it's a bookmark. I can just, like, pause it and then – later just press play again and it's just right there and then I didn't even it didn't even dawn on me when I first started trying audiobooks and then realized again one other one of Ashley's magic secrets but I don't know if you do this too uh, Megan where you can speed up the actual oh, quality yes. of the audio so yes. I mean, you you listen to an audio and it's just normal as we're talking now but then if you go into your settings normally on your phone or something you can I don't know what it's like 1.25 like 1.5 yeah. yeah and so that means the person talking will talk a lot faster. Yes. Not like, I mean, I don't know if it goes all the way up to chipmunk faster. It, it does. can. can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if they, most of them go over two times as fast, um, but I can't imagine going over two times. No. I don't think I've ever gone more than like 1.6 or something. I've not gone over 1.5. Over okay. that, it's like too fast for me. Okay. Yeah. You really have to focus if you're going to yeah. be doing that. <laughs> yeah. And is there a reason behind going faster? It's usually the narrator for me. Okay. The narrator just... 
it's just not going fast enough for me or they're speaking too slow. Because sometimes when it's too slow, you almost lose interest yeah. or it's not like gripping your attention. Because mm-hmm. especially with like when you got thrillers, you don't want someone that's going to read slowly. You want someone that's going <laughs> to yeah. like be in the same speed that you want to mm-hmm. go, like the heartbeats going fast. Yeah. And you're like, I need, yeah. I need to know what's happening quicker. And there's, you get through them much quicker, so you get more books read. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because, I mean, especially as, like, frequent readers, we read fairly quickly. I mean, when you have a physical book, sometimes you don't even read every word. You kind of, like, do mm-hmm. a little bit of the skimming. So when you speed it up, it kind of feels a little bit like you're doing that. You're not having to listen to every yeah. syllable of every word. Do you find that your brain has to keep up a little bit? Like, are you, like... Is that a little bit of a gauge for you of how fast? I think for me, when I before I knew I could go speed it up, I would listen to a book, and then I'm like, I need to go faster. So I'll put it up to 1.5, and then having it have to catch up to what speed it needs to be, I'm just like, okay, focus. focus. <laughs> it forces you to focus yes. more. Okay. And then and once yeah. you're used to it, your brain's used to it, you're like, okay, it's fine. Why do you listen to audiobooks? For me, it's just easier uh, with especially with my daughter, she doesn't really give me an opportunity to sit down and read, yeah. or she'll want to sit down and read her books too. But um, I started listening to audiobooks um, back when I lived by myself. At night, I would just put an audiobook into my uh, CD player because it was it was before being able to do it on your phone, and I would just listen to it to go to sleep. And so I just kind of kept up with that. And there's a couple series that I um, follow. The audiobook narrator is amazing, so I can't read that book anymore. <laughs> I have to listen to it. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of wasted time while you're getting ready in the morning that you could be doing something else. I'm like, I'm not a news watcher. I'm like, I see enough news on Facebook that I'm just like burnt out. I'm like, no, I don't need to watch the news. So having an audiobook, I get through my TBR list much, much faster. It makes things go by a lot smoother for me too. Like I'll be like, I'll clean the house. I'll be in the car. I mean, I could even play with my daughter and still listen. Mm-hmm. So I get more books read faster that way or listen yeah. to. Yeah, definitely. Is it, does it feel different than a physical book? I feel like I get more excited. Okay. Like I'll get more excited about it. Like, oh my gosh, I have to listen to this next one because, you know, the narrator brings characters alive. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, like some books, yeah, I, I would say I give probably a lower rating on it. I think I probably would have enjoyed it more if I had read it. But then there's other ones that I think I've enjoyed more by listening to, like a lot of the thrillers and stuff. I think they do such a good job of getting them. And like you say, your heart's pumping and you're like, I've got to mm-hmm. listen to the rest of this. Yeah. And you speed it up. You're like, I've got to, <laughs> I've got to hear it. And it's like going as fast as I want to read it. One of the first books that I really like, because I mean, audiobooks for me has been a, not love-hate relationship. It's been one of those things where I didn't think it worked for my brain. Mm-hmm. I tried to listen to audiobooks and then I would fall asleep. Like, or I would just like, look at that bird and then I'm before I know it I'm not even listening anymore so mm-hmm. it it I finally once I started driving I realized okay here's a place where I can't do anything I have to look at the road and I can I can kind of consume it in that way so I started listening to this one um oh my gosh it's such an it's an older book um it was a YA book um it's kind of maybe Ash maybe you can help it's a steampunk book it's the author's name is Gail Carriger it was like the parasols and mm-hmm. petticoat thingy mm-hmm. bobbers um, Some, something like that. I read the first yeah, one. Yeah, um, I, I enjoyed those. Those were fun. Yeah, um, but the author, right? Yes, <laughs> the author is like uses a British accent, mm-hmm. so that was really interesting because it it almost made me enveloped in the story more because I've it wasn't my own internal voice reading it. It was this yeah. really 
animated reader who had, I don't know if she actually was British, but she was pulling off the accent really well. Mm -hmm. um, and I know people who listen to like the Harry Potter audiobooks. Um, yeah. Is it Stephen Fry or something? Stephen or? Fry is the British version. Yeah. Uh, Jim Dale is the okay. American version. Okay. That's the one I listen to a little okay. bit. So. When you have that, like even like a little accent or the way they say a certain word, it just, I don't know, it almost like submerses you in the story a little yeah. bit more. And it, those are... It's kind of interesting because those are like, I started looking for narrator. I stopped mm -hmm. even really looking for like, oh, books. I was like, what else has this person, yeah. you mm -hmm. know, done? Like, narrator makes it. And yeah, it definitely. And there have been ones where I've listened and I'm like, this is, yeah. why did you get this job? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I tried to do one just recently because I love Jojo Moyes. Um, and I was trying to listen to, I think it's called The Last Letter from Your Lover or something like that. And the uh, reader had like this breathy little voice. I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't do this for the next 10 and a half hours. Right. I'm like, yeah. I'll just read this one myself. And I had one similar. It's been probably a couple years ago. I think it was like a Diana Palmer book. And I used to read Diana Palmer a lot. And then I moved on and I was like, oh, she has an audiobook. I'll give that a try. And the narrator was just so awful I was like I'll finish it I'll finish it but it was really rough going yeah yeah which is like I mean it's kind of sad because then that almost affects oh, your totally. opinion of the book I yeah. did not care for the book and I feel like if I read it I think I might have had a different opinion yeah though when when you look for an audiobook one thing I have found that is jarring which it shouldn't be because we read and we just don't consider the time is so you, you get to an audiobook and you're like this is 17 hours long whoa like I love oh it's just I haven't ever tried listening to it but like looking at the Game of Thrones ones or whatever or like you know like an 800 page novel yeah. or something like Anna Karenina it's like you know 50 some odd hours mm -hmm. in the beginning of your audiobook experiences did that ever jar you did you or do you just like not even acknowledge it anymore does it not even feel that long because I mean I tried yeah. to listen to the first book in the Game of Thrones and yeah I, I think I don't remember how long it was but it was so long and I'm like I can't do it now I think <laughs> I don't think it really matters to me anymore. If I really want to listen to the audio, I'm just going to listen to it regardless. Mm -hmm. I think when I first started, I think I think some of the first audiobooks that I listened to here was the Princess Diaries ones because I think Anne Hathaway read the first one or two of yeah, those books. Yeah, so that was really enjoyable, and those are really short. So I think, uh, but now that we've gotten to, but I did try to do Les Mis. I tried listening to that on audiobook, <laughs> and about halfway through, it just became everything about like the the French Revolution or something, and I'm like, okay, this does nothing to do with Jean Valjean. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, so yeah. I think it depends on how much. You you want to read the book if you really want to read it you're going to put in that time and you can speed it up and cut right, that yeah, time. That's that yeah. time I yeah. love seeing that I'm like I'll put it up to 1.5 and I'm like gosh it took like an hour off right right definitely yeah. and then yeah and that's when I I think I was trying to get it as low as I could and I was like okay I gotta mm -hmm. I, I can't understand Alvin and Chipmunks reading this book right now so let's <laughs> oh. just dial it back for sure for sure well and it's it's I don't know why but even an audiobook even though it's kind of like it's not a tangible thing, but in a way it almost makes the story and everything, like the reading experience feel more tangible. Because when you read an actual book, sometimes you do spend, you know, mm -hmm. a, a significant amount of time reading it. You just don't, it's all broken up into chunks, mm -hmm. so you don't really think about it. But when it's like, I'm going to be committing to this story for 12 hours <laughs> of my life, and yeah. it just, it feels so much more, um, yeah, more real, mm -hmm. I guess, so... Which I guess is an argument kind of for audiobooks because there are some audiobooks where the book itself may have been kind of like a eh, three, four star, but I still remember like, oh, that scene or the way mm -hmm. that narrator described that thing just because mm -hmm. it, it sunk in a little deeper. Yeah. So.
Yeah, and I think it's easier now that we have the ebooks. Like, you don't see all of the discs and the giant case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't realize how long 20 hours is mm-hmm. when you're just looking at it on your phone. But when you're looking at the disc, you're like, oh, man. This is a commitment. <laughs> commit. yes. Yeah. This is, so, this is longer than some of my relationships. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What makes a good reader or storyteller? What makes it for you? Sometimes the voices, like if they do different voices. Yes. Like Jim Dale, I think that's one of the things that I like the most is because he does different voices yes. for different characters. And you can tell which character is talking by his voice rather than them having to say, well, this person said. I agree, yeah. I think there's a couple series that um, I think Lorelai King and Susan Erickson, those are my two favorite narrators. They do a couple of my series. And you're right, they just do the voices, and you're like, oh, well, that's, like, in um, the Janet Ivanovich's uh, Stephanie Plum. Like, oh, that's Lula. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, as long as they're not, like, too breathy or too monotone, they have to kind of change their talking at some point. Yeah, right. Really are no, it's not something. like they're just not read. they're just reading it, you know, just mm-hmm. reading yeah. it word for word. No, but they're bringing them to life, and that's one of the biggest things. Like, you can, you can usually tell within the first, what, hour or less. You're like, I'm going to like this one or I'm not going to like this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I've even got on Audible just for fun and, like, click the little preview button just to, like, yes. listen and be like, yeah. okay, okay, this is, this is pretty good. Because it doesn't, um, I think, the Sunflower, you can play a sample, too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or, yeah. I know yeah. on Hoopla you can, too, for sure. You can hit that little sample, which is yeah. helpful because before you commit, yes. you can be like, oh, this is – because there are some where you listen and you're like, I don't know, something about that voice is grating or – like, there have been a couple where I'm like, why do they say that word in that way? I'm never, I'm not going to let that go. Okay, yeah, I'll just, I'll just yeah, move on. Or right. they have a too heavy of an accent. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. Those. Sometimes like, oh. you do the accents and they and it, it just didn't hit the mark. It's mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's true. I mean, I, I think you do follow certain narrators, too. Like, I mean, yeah. I've listened to Sarah J. Moss's uh, Throne of Glass, like, the first three, and I have listened to those. And then I was listening to uh, Six of Crows done by Lee Bardugo, and Six of Crows is broken up into different characters, and they have different readers for each one. And one of the characters in there had a voice that was Sarah J. Moss's Throne of Glass. I'm like, oh, it's Selena from the Throne That's of Glass. So cool. Oh my gosh. I was like, yay, it's the person I like. And then yeah. um, there's like another one that does some of the ones on RB Digital that I really like. I think she also reads like the. Um, Outlander books too. Oh, okay. And I think she also does some of the um, Philippa Gregory books as well. And so I'm like, oh. this person that I is she reading stuff I like. I'm like, yes, I'm, yeah. I'm on board. I'll listen to whatever you read now. Well, I was snooping around YouTube one day a while back, and Audible um, had this series where celebrities came on and read. They did, like picked a book and they read it. Like in Hathaway did The Wizard of Oz. Um, uh, I, can't, uh, I think it was Kira Knightley did like uh, Anna Karenina or something and it was really and you got to kind of see it behind the scenes like what it was like in the vocal booth for them and it was really interesting seeing an actor mm-hmm. being half I mean it's like it's like voice acting they have to put all of their performance like right here and sometimes it worked and sometimes there were some words like this is this this is this is hard like yeah. I can see why this is really challenging mm-hmm. well and I love when like autobiographies or autobiographies yeah. of nonfiction. Um, when the actual author reads it, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Like Michelle Obama's Becoming, yeah. I could have listened to that 
forever. It, it was, was a great audio It was wonderful. It was wonderfully done. Beautiful. I, and that's really awesome is they would like give a memoir or something and yes. they'll like, especially if it's like a celebrity memoir, sometimes they'll yeah. read it and it just feel, I mean, you feel so much more into exactly. the story. There's a couple like um, the Holly Madison mm-hmm. one. Down the rabbit hole. Yes. She was, was reading was really it good. and yeah, it was it was wonderful. I love when so whenever I see a um, nonfiction audiobook, um, I always love to see if it's the author reading it. Yeah, and then I get really excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then of course I think um, we're, we're hearkening way back to the David Sedaris mm-hmm. podcast, oh, yes. where I mean that's like you it, it became almost like a performance. Mm-hmm. Like and, and even I mean really with any memoir, it feels like a one person show because they're they're telling stories that they experience. So you almost feel like you're sitting in their living room. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It, like yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I felt with several of the ones I've listened to. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Bossy pants. Did you ever listen to that with oh, Tina? Fey? Tina Fey? I don't think I no, I did listen to that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that one was really good. Long, Amy Poehler did her I didn't listen to that one yet. That one was fun. Um Neil Patrick Harris did his choose your own autobiography or venture auto biography I loved fun. that one yeah that was a perfect great oh those are so good mm-hmm. yes love yeah. it you'll have a nice long list of books to look <laughs> after this oh, yeah. <laughs> well what do you think about the multi-reader audiobooks so this is when we'll talk about dramatizations in a moment um especially because like that's kind of becoming a thing now um but the multi-reader so you have it's just the reading the book but you've got like more than one person does that work does that not work what do you think um I like it like I said Lee Bardugo Six of Crows there's I mean six main characters so each character had a different chapter and it was a different reader for each one so I really liked that because you had each you could hear their voice and you knew who they were and you could connect with it because sometimes you forget who's talking if they don't say the name every once in a while especially if it's the same person reading it right and they don't change their voices so if you have a different voice each time um, I've noticed that they've done it in some of like the thrillers where you get two persons perspectives and stuff I've really enjoyed those um in the One of Us is Lying by the Kate McManus, I think it is. Did they mm-hmm. do that? The, the, was there a uh, male and female? Maybe. I'm trying yeah. to think now. Like I Maybe I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't listened to it, but I was recommended, um, actually, the audiobook of The Help. Um, oh, it has, wow. like, six people. I think one of them is Octavia Spencer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. she reads the character that she played in the movie. So that one I've heard is really, really well yeah, done. I really like that yeah. one. Yeah, I that one. Yeah, no, I like, I think they do it more with thrillers. I feel like. Makes sense. I mean, from what I've, from all the audiobooks I've listened to, I think thrillers are the ones that I've noticed have the multiple readers. Yeah, because the girl on the train did, maybe I have and I just don't just, notice you it. You got so into so it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. into it. I think maybe the girl on the train, they have two different women reading the parts, right? That'd be cool. Yeah, so maybe I have and I just don't even realize it. Sometimes they sound pretty similar to each yeah. other. I mean, and so, I, yeah, I could see how you might not notice it if you didn't, like, look at like the narrator's listed yeah. or whatever. I was just into the story. Like, right, yeah, right. Like, which that's that's a signifier of like they did a great job because yeah. you're not even really paying attention to the background stuff. It's just give yeah. me more of this story. Yes. So yeah. So and I don't know how this is categorized, but I definitely within the audio book storytelling spectrum, there is this kind of dramatization element. Um, the one that I read, um, it's a really old book. We did it for a book club. It's called Carmela, and it basically is like the grandmother of Dracula. So it was written in like the 1800s, and um, Rose, I think her name is Rose Leslie. She's in Game of Thrones. She was in it, and then uh, one of the Doctor Who doctors so not only were there multiple characters but there were like sound effects and there was like you know the carriage and thunder it it felt like a radio play but they were reading 
the mm -hmm. the book. Um, and then I so I know there's that element. And then even now, Audible is doing um, their own stories, like the like they're basically like radio plays. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's something that's kind of coming out. So have you experienced those? What do you think? I, Would you give it a try? I haven't, but I'm actually interested in giving it a try. Yeah, it's definitely different. I mean, it, it's you, it feels I I feel like it is more like a watching a movie, but you're listening to it because mm -hmm. I mean you get all these different like sound effects and you know sometimes they even incorporate music. Like in Carmela, they incorporated like you know creepy Victorian, you know oh the vampire kind of thing. <laughs> so yeah, it was really interesting. It was definitely really interesting. Um, I think we have, like, the BBC dramatization of The Hobbit. Ooh! Because okay. I think I checked it out once, okay. and I thought it was, like, the book. And so when I started listening to him, like, this is not what I wanted. But, I mean, I think it would be fun to try him again. Yeah. Just, like, I mean, when I wanted the book, that's what I wanted. But maybe sometime. Because, I mean, they go a lot quicker. I think they're just a couple hours, usually, and they just kind of tell the story. Definitely. You don't have to have all the words in there. Right, right. And yeah, and you mentioned the BBC, and that reminds me of one that I remember listening to as a kid. It was a dramatization, I think it was like Focus on the Family, of um, The Horse and His Boy in the Chronicles mm. of Narnia. And it was, that one I feel like was more of a radio play than anything, because I think there were even some words they might have skipped to, like, instead of saying they walked through the forest, it was like leaves crunching, and you could feel, like hear Aww, the birds singing, and they were actually, you know hear them walking through the forest and then like a conversation would then begin so so there's definitely different options to experience a story besides you know the little textual I don't know if we have a whole bunch of that stuff here at the library but I know on various platforms and things you can kind of find stuff so yeah yeah is listening to an audiobook actually reading how can we quantify it as reading if someone else is telling us the story I feel like it's reading. I used to beat myself up over being an exclusive audiobook listener and not actually reading. And I'm like, I should just be reading a book more. I, that's what I should be doing. But I'm like, Megan, that's not who you are. You like to listen to audiobooks. Yeah. And I think it's the same way. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, some people don't have the time to do it. I mean, moms yeah. and people that commute like crazy and they're driving, yes. they can't read while they do it. So I think, I mean, and some people don't learn that way. They don't learn by reading. They learn, they can hear it mm -hmm. and they can understand it better than if they read it. So I think it's 100% reading. Yes, mm -hmm. I agree. I mean, you're still getting the story. You're still getting out of it what you would have gotten from reading it. You can still better. do book reviews and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So Oh, yeah, yep. definitely. And, I mean, like, in, like it's on Goodreads. They categorize it. Yeah. I mean, it's just a format. And, I mean, I almost feel like it's reading. You're just using a different part of your brain. Mm -hmm. Like, but you're still experiencing a story and, and – um, yeah, definitely. I mean, you could sit down with someone who's only physically read two books a year and put them up against a conversation with you guys, and you'd blow them out of the water because you're like, I've read, I've listened to 20 books this year. Yeah. Fight mm -hmm. me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, I think it's, it's, some people feel like it isn't reading because it's just not what we're traditionally used yeah. to. Mm -hmm. But totally, no. It's reading. What are some audiobooks that you would recommend? And maybe even, you know, you can think about audiobooks you'd recommend for a first-timer who's just trying to experience audiobooks and see if they like it, and then just in general, stuff that you would recommend. Um, I started out with the Cat Who books by Lillian Jackson Braun. They're very easy. Um, I consider them cozy. So those are, that was how I started getting into audiobooks. That's what I listened to and just progressed from there. Perfect. Um, and then I have the In Death series by J.D. Robb. Susan Erickson is the one that narrates it, and that's how I started listening to them because um, my coworker, Christy, she uh, told me the series is really good, so I started listening to 
the audios and I've loved ever since it's like futuristic and takes place in like 2050 something you know Um, the Charlie Davidson series by Dorinda Jones is my favorite I get so excited when one comes out and the narrator makes it she's the one that's the same one that does the Janet Ivanovich's so and then there was one um, book that I loved and Behind Her Eyes by Sarah, is it Sarah Pen- Penborough? Oh, wasn't that one, wasn't that the one that you and Don yes. really loved? Yeah, yes, yeah, I listened to it, amazing. and I remember towards the end, I was laying in bed, and my husband was laying next to me, and I gasped, and he's like, <laughs> did you just gasp at an audiobook? And I'm like, yes, it just, because I was so excited. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel like if I read the book, I would have <gasps> gasped right, too, but right. I like somebody in the voice the narrator was just like brought to life and it made me like oh my gosh definitely definitely Harry Potter for sure Jim Dale I have I've listened a little bit of the Stephen Fry because Corey here owns a copy of all of those but Jim Dale just does an amazing job all of his voices are perfect how I listened to Harry Potter or you know read or listened to Harry Potter was Jim Dale on your recommendation actually mm-hmm. yeah no they're so good my mom and I are driving out to Oregon actually this summer and so we're gonna take books six and seven with us because yeah. I mean it's a 24-hour drive plenty of time. one way so I'm like, we can get one book done on the way there mm-hmm. since they're so big. Um, so it's be listening. It is. And, yeah. like, we've let, read them so many times that, I mean, if you miss a little bit while you're driving or something, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. There's something that we can both agree on that we both enjoy, and they're just a good time. Um, David Sedaris, like you said, I mean, when I go back and just read them, I always hear them in David's voice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't yeah. do it any other way anymore. Um, but sometimes when I just don't have anything to listen to, I'm like, I'll just download Holidays on Ice or something and <laughs> yeah. listen to those because he's fun. Um, and then I was looking up the reader that I really like. I like the um, Sebastian St. Cyr um, Mysteries by C.S. Harris. And on RB Digital, um, the reader is called Davina Porter. And so she does those. She also does the Outlander books. And I think she even does a couple of the Philippa Gregory's that I talked about. She's a really good reader. I've really enjoyed all of her stuff there. And I get a lot of my um, audiobook suggestions from Ashley, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're always listening to something, and, like, I'll catch a, a like, little bit of it, and I'm like, what are you listening <laughs> to? And there, she'll tell, you'll tell me something you really enjoyed. I'm like, did you do it on audio? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Love audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really. then I just recommended to Dawn today, um, I had gotten a recommendation called this, this book called Some Girls. It's about um, this young girl in the 90s who becomes, like, part of a harem, in Brunei, and it's based on a real story, like, it's her memoirs or whatever, and it's just, listening to her talk about this, it's just, wow, and I don't think it's her reading it, but, I mean, I love the nonfictions, like we talked about earlier, the listening to celebrity biographies and hearing their own stories and their voices, and I think those are fun, those are almost as good as fiction. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, and before we close out, Ash, um, you made a really interesting point, and I think without realizing it, um, was that, like, with the Harry Potter stuff, if you want to reread a book you love, try the audiobook if there's an audiobook available, because you might have a completely different experience or really envelop in the story deeper. Mm-hmm. And, you, and because you already know the story, you know, there's not that fear of, like, oh, I missed something. It's really you can just, like, let that story sink in. Mm-hmm. And especially if there's a really great reader, then you might experience it in a whole new way. So and Sometimes yeah. you pick up stuff that you didn't even realize yeah. that you missed, like, the first seven times you read this. You're like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that, because you're getting. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I think I was so intimidated with audiobooks. The beginning is just, like, you know, 
sometimes when I look at a page, I'll like, I'll read it, but I'm like, yeah, I'm going really fast. And, you know, I don't look focused on every single word, whereas that person is reading every word and you can still speed it up, but yeah. you're going to have to get through it. And in a way, the story sinks into your, your brain a little totally bit deeper. Agree. Yeah. 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 So give an audiobook a try. Yes. I'll definitely yes. put some recommendations these ladies offered at the bottom. And awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for You're being welcome. on the podcast. Thank Yay. you. Thank you so much for listening. Novel Ideas, the Library Podcast is presented by the Derby Public Library of Derby, Kansas. Our theme music is by Jay Atherton, and our podcast logo was designed by Chloe Brown. Visit our website to look up books, review your accounts, and see library events. Our library blog is full of book reviews, new releases, and personal notes from our librarians. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to see upcoming events, pictures, links, and more from the library community. And if you haven't yet, sign up for our monthly newsletter so you can get reminders and updates sent right to your email. Read on, patrons, and have an awesome day.